Hello, this is Jewel. Welcome to the Infallible Way podcast. This week, we will be discussing a resolve that has impacted many lives. And those are the issues that relate to coronavirus, the pandemic, the government's response to the impact of the virus, the anxiety that is dealt with as it relates to coronavirus, and the failing health and more. We see that all that we have become holds us from being all that we are. Can we overcome even a matter of such magnitude as a coronavirus? The answer is yes. In the infallible way, we create everything that we need so that we rise above those holds that have become our limitations so that we realize freedom to live liberated permanently. As I say each week, the theme continues in the Infallible Way podcast as we realize that our experiences, including the people in our lives that I call role players, our thoughts and our feelings surrounding those experiences, respond to our individual consciousness. Again, much like a film projector, our consciousness projects into our personal world it extends to the world at large, so that one by one, we do make a difference to the experiences that occur in our world, even as it relates to a situation like coronavirus. Here's the title of the first resolve. The infallible way to freedom in the day of coronavirus. Issue, how do you describe coronavirus? How do we create that? Here's the resolve. The coronavirus has been termed by many as the invisible enemy. The invisible enemy may appear real because of what seems like its far-reaching effects that are felt by so many. Yet, the invisible enemy is that part of consciousness, remember, individual and collective, that accepts a familiar condition of struggle. Most people compulsively hang on to what is familiar, even if it seems very painful and confusing. Victim consciousness projects, and you know what? That empowers more fight. It empowers more separateness. It empowers our separation between what we've become and everything we have the capacity to be. This means when facing alternatives, most people choose to struggle. Just stop and consider what has gone on in your own life. In the case of coronavirus, results of death, illness, financial distress, and separation, they're all created. The fear and insecurity seem so extreme because the pain and confusion have become so intense. In the infallible way, that is what captures the attention of all of us for one reason, so that we can identify the break. We identify the separation between who we are and the unlimitedness that we have the capacity to be. That break is what causes our struggle. 
When you consider something as bad or as an enemy that must be destroyed, those projections actually strengthen what you wish to rid yourself of. Minds have been conditioned to accept such concepts. In truth, there are no bad. There are no good. Rather, they are experiences that are built out of fear and insecurity. And that fear and insecurity are caused by the separation from the whole of God. The whole is freedom beyond struggle, and it shatters the need for all separateness. It shatters the need for all experience. Just remember, it's only when you have a burning desire to be free more than you desire the familiar sense of self that creates struggle, that you become beyond the need to struggle. The burning desire is what drives you. It's what delivers you to the liberation of truth. And it reveals yourself to be all that is. As you realize that you are secure in the freedom of self, you are beyond all separation. You realize your true power. You are beyond the need for struggle. You are beyond the need for war and even the war of coronavirus. You are beyond all conclusions other than your free self. In truth, that is love and wisdom. You transform duality such as good and bad and separation. In fact, is the virus really an enemy? Or is the virus really an opportunity to identify and repair the break so that you realize your potential for wholeness? Your true potential is not seeking to feel good. Rather, it is taking the needed steps to realize your truth that includes unlimited wholeness and abundance. The next resolve title how does the government deal with what appears as the impact of coronavirus? The issue, do you mean we should ignore the governmental orders to protect ourselves? Should society ignore the action? Would this lead to turmoil in the world, giving rise to more individuals contracting the disease and even dying? Here's the resolve. In the infallible way, society or the government it is the same, responds to collective consciousness. As long as we resist truth, separation exists. Governments correspond with standards as a means to regulate or cope with the social unrest. In the infallible way, regulations prevent an insecure society, which is the collective consciousness, from annihilation. However, with that said, one by one, we do make a difference. We each maintain the potential to go beyond the fear and the insecurity. We contribute the security that we gain. It becomes part of the collective consciousness. With that said, we have the power to overcome and to cause brand new regulations. We each have the power to realize the liberation of self, and we extend that into our world. We know 
that there's no room for separation from the whole while we are all that is. The next title, Failing Health Issue. Can we overcome failing health in the infallible way? Here's the resolve. Expressing increased frustration over failing health, folks learn to struggle with physical conditions. So when a coronavirus, for example, manifests into society, individuals are quick to believe that it's part of life purpose due to the time and energy that's expended. The virus, the illness, takes over the body and it takes over the mind. It becomes what appears as the life experience for so many in our society. The coronavirus begins as an energy that corresponds to victim consciousness and that exacerbates by fear. The fear of the unknown is a level of consciousness that is victimization and that includes illness. When we accept that we are victims and fear of illness projects, we become the victims of our body as well as victims of others. By projecting from a resisting state of mind centered on illness, which means that we're separate from the whole, illness becomes the resolvable effect. With continued focus on ill health via a virus, for instance, we dig the trenches of the illness, and that continues to deepen into our life's experiences. The responsibility for the intensity of this illness is rooted in our minds. The projections of fear of illness intensify the conditions that we want to overcome, and we bind those conditions in our lives until we're able to identify and repair the brain. Although it does not immediately register because of the resistant mind clutter, we create experiences by projections of the mind. I have to repeat that. In the case of a virus, for instance, it includes fear of the unknown. The virus is not seen or felt. The energy behind the thoughts, beliefs, and attitudes project to form the results. Once identified, we repair the break that creates the malady so that we realize the abundance and wholeness of truth. We have the capacity right now to transform the results of illness so that we realize the wholeness of truth. In truth, we are beyond the body and the mind. The next title, Anxiety Surrounding Coronavirus. The issue, I'm anxious about coronavirus. You say I'm not, that I am part of its creation. How do I relieve this in the infallible way? Here's the resolve. Discomfort amid the experience such as coronavirus and its result is indicative of a break caused by mind. The actions of others do not cause our reactions. Rather, we react based upon our state of mind. Although resisting minds often suspect otherwise by rushing to cast blame, which is a common victim occurrence, taking on the role of victim or by judging situations based upon what we've learned and based upon our experiences, we maintain the potential to overcome those reactions. We maintain the potential to realize wholeness and abundance. And that should never 
be overlooked. While we do not control the actions or state of mind of others, nor do we control the needs or choices of others, we are a seasoning influence. By our own demonstration, we are present to help others to overcome. Not because we're here to help, but what we are here to be is a demonstration of the grandness of our truth. It's never about what others do or have done. It is about what you project and what you demonstrate. The next title, Overcome the Fear of the Unknown. How do I overcome the fear of the unknown is the issue. Because of breaks of mind, seekers tend to move away from realizing truth because of the fear of the unknown. The unknown appears insecure to him or her that remains asleep. Those that seek try to avoid the insecurity by looking for truth externally. We look everywhere. In fact, now consider walk towards insecurity since what feels insecure is caused by a break of mind. What you see and feel as insecurity is nothing more than your resistance. You overcome the fear of unknown by first identifying and repairing the break caused by mind. By repairing the break, you transform resisting energy to love as you unite with the whole of God. You know who you are that unites you with the unknown. Now, as you walk into that insecurity, you notice what is truly secure and safe. You finally realize that while you resisted truth, that was really the unsafe place. 